Crystal Clear here. You're listening to more Morgulons. The rain will not go away. Why? More torrential downpour. Let me tell you, UK, Australia, unlucky Kentucky. What the fuck? Chattanooga, Tennessee. That's close to me. The strip in Las Vegas, Death Valley, Houston, and DC. What could it be? Could it be the dust in the sky? Yes, the dust in August. Thick like the dust in June. Don't know whether this dust is too late or too soon. This dust we must disgust and we will. So chill. Sit back. Try not to have a Morgalon attack. And we're going to talk back. Yes, we are not going to retreat. We will tweet. The World Health Organization is accepting suggestions to rename monkeypox. Smaller pox, flaming pox, pride pox, butt pox. Monkey pox. Number one risk factor, breathing in a NATO country. Not being Chinese, not being Russian. I think I have monkey pox, like for real. I'm gayer than I look. Thanks for listening and stay tuned. Mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Areas you see here on this map under flash flood warnings right now, many of those will remain in effect. Let's check this out. Washington, D.C., seeing more than three inches of rain in just two hours. The water level was nearly two feet high. This system also leading to some flash flooding during the busy evening commute. D.C. fire sharing this photo of a person sitting on top of their car waiting to be rescued. You can see the water almost up to the headlights of that car. Now, Tennessee also getting slammed. Most of this Chattanooga neighborhood you see here uh, underwater tonight. On top of flooding, the storm took down some trees and power lines there as well. In Texas, a woman there recovering tonight after her car was partially submerged. This happening right near a sinkhole. You can see a team of firefighters urgently working to break that window and rescue the woman. Witnesses saying that car you see there went underwater just 30 seconds after they got her out. And a sad update to a story we first brought you last night. The Army releasing some new details in the weather-related incident that killed two Fort Benning soldiers. Second Lieutenant Evan Fitzgibbon and Staff Sergeant George Tabor. Four-year storms. This now the second deadly incident involving soldiers in Georgia in the last few weeks. One person was killed by lightning in late July. And remember, the people in Kentucky, 38 of them died. The last one they just added to the count was a high school football player and wrestler. 
who died mysteriously after helping people get out of the floodwaters. The Vegas Strip was underwater for the second time in two weeks. That's a lot of weather events, y'all. Real quickly, just want to share with you, Saharan dust, is it normal to see plumes this late? By Heather Monahan, Nextar Media Wire, posted August 10th, 2022, Fox 31, Colorado's very own. Yes. They have a picture of downtown Houston. <clears throat> it's shown as a Saharan dust cloud moves over parts of Texas, Friday, June 26, 2020, and it's uh, in, under a complete haze. <clears throat> the traffic have remained quiet ahead of hurricane season, and one of the reasons is Saharan dust plumes moving off the coast of Africa. Those plumes are also helping limit formation chances for the tropical wave being monitored. The National Hurricane Center is really limiting this chance of development because that Saharan dust is keeping it at bay. It's not allowing it to organize, said meteorologist Amanda Holly of WFLA in Tampa. So we're not worried about that for now. The dry dust that originates from the Sahara Desert helps keep the tropics quiet because tropical systems need moisture to form and strengthen. The winds that push the dust across the Atlantic also help limit organization of tropical systems. Saharan dust plumes are typically seen in May, June, and into July. An uptick in tropical activity is usually seen after, as the statistical peak of hurricane season on September 10th approaches. But this year, Saharan dust is still blowing into August. The Saharan dust has been very thick for us for this time of year. This looks more like a June Saharan dust plume than an August Saharan dust plume, said WFLA meteorologist Rebecca Berry. So is it uncommon to see plumes this late in the season? And is it something we should expect every year? Berry says so much Saharan dust in the Atlantic right now is unusual, but not impossible. Well, clearly it's not impossible. But it is unusual. You know what else is unusual? Oh, I don't know. The polio circulating? In the U.S. and U.K., the bacteria that causes meloidosis found for the first time on U.S. soil in Mississippi. Recently, um, in 2022, meloidosis is listed on the CDC website as a possible pathogen of bioterror, as is smallpox, a.k.a. smaller pox, a.k.a. monkeypox. Yeah, I think I have it, guys. Um, not sure, not sure. But, you know, everybody I know has these weird uh, pimples. It's weird, though. We're not having the, like, searing butt torture uh, described by a lot of non-heterosexual people on TikTok and other Chinese espionage tools. Fucking A, man. We are losing World War III too busy fighting culture wars and possibly civil war over a buffoon. Living in strange times. Morlons, I've been saying this a lot recently, is the least of my worries. And, you know, I don't worry necessarily. I identify solutions and act on them. But, and I have butt pox. No, I don't actually, they're on my left arm and my hand and my legs. These new lesions, they don't look like morgue lesions, guys. Um, no, these are more like pox, I do have to say. Mild pox. I don't know. Swollen lymph nodes, yada, yada, yada. Weather modification. The weather has been nuts. So this is the sound of video capturing flash flooding in San Bernardino Mountains two days ago. Two weeks ago, I 
Flagstaff, Arizona. You can even see a little bit of some fog over the valley. It could be a sign of some cold outflow. A lot of times ahead of these floods, you'll get some very cold air, almost like evaporation of cooling that precedes the front wall of the flood. Oh, is that what that fog is? <clears throat> Flash flood in Flagstaff, Arizona. Here it comes. Two weeks ago. Yep. Read Timmer on YouTube. Coming out the bird car. Here it comes. So the shit that is coming down this flash flood is like black water. This is caused by charred soil and burned vegetation. Black coloring, yes. More power. Okay, so this is Flagstaff, Arizona, where our beautiful Grand Great Canyon is. There's black rivers of flash flooding going through. That's two weeks ago. Las Vegas has been flooded twice in the past few weeks. Um, four hours ago, unbelievable storm caused flooding in Paris. Paris, France, August 16th, 2022. This afternoon, storms and flash flooding hit Paris. The Eiffel Tower's weather station recorded 104 kilometers per hour wind gusts in the meantime. After last week's warmth ended, much of France is on storm watch. God, Xi Jinping must be torrential rain in Paris, producing flash flooding that has forced the closure of certain metro stations. France's heat wave, which lasted a week, has already broken, and Matteo France has issued storm warnings for parts of the nation. According to readings from Matteo France at the Parc Montsouris -Sure station at 7 p.m., more than 44 millimeters of rain, or about 70% of what typically falls in a month, had accumulated in the previous 90 minutes. <sighs> According to the meteorological station in Parc Montsouris, at least 26 millimeters of rain fell in a single hour. Because of the flooding, at least eight metro stations were temporarily shut down. Orleval, the airport link, was briefly stopped even though it didn't seem like any metro lines were experiencing delays. Since rapid downpours usually run off parched ground rather than soak in, the storms are unfortunately unlikely to help France's drought, which is the worst in 60 years. Ah, on a la mer. 
Eight departments of the Mediterranean art were also placed under orange vigilance on Tuesday by Matteo France owing to the possibility of potentially dangerous storm. So, weather modification. Chemtrails. What the hell do those things have to do with each other? And what do they have to do with Morgulons? Well, we'll start with picking up again with Bobby D's post about chemtrails and look at it from her perspective. Shall we? Okay, this is Bobby D's blog website, Morgulons, um, survivalandtreatment.com. This is her post about chemtrails. Do chemtrails cause morgulons? Because I'm not a scientist, I will share what I've learned and let you draw your own conclusions. I had to face reality about chemtrails. I had never seen them in rural Idaho, and it was hard to fathom that anyone would deliberately pollute our skies. This makes zero sense to me because it affects every living creature on this earth. Before the pandemic, I still believed our country would always protect their citizens. In my mind, thinking anything else would be shameful. I don't want to disappoint any readers or take away your hope, but I've had to come to terms that we, the people, are being kept in the dark. I believe in democracy 100%. People should be in charge of their own country. The U.S. isn't a dictatorship. My first realization came after watching a documentary on Agent Orange in Vietnam. I couldn't sleep after finding out that our government was responsible for poisoning entire jungles, which led to mass death and destruction. After learning about this, I decided it was time to open my eyes. Agent Orange has caused mass birth defects in Vietnam because we polluted all of their groundwater. I know war has consequences, but damaging an entire ecosystem with no regard to future generations is wrong, period. A few people in charge shouldn't be able to make decisions that affect everyone's life for years to come. I'm not knocking our war veterans. They have suffered from Agent Orange as well. I had to realize that the U.S. has a government consisting of ordinary people that can be misinformed or manipulated about topics that they have little knowledge. Most people want to do the right thing. Don't be misled with half stories or false information. I can't stress this enough. Do your own research and think for yourself. If you are shamed for asking questions, be suspicious. There is no shame in truth. All right, you've got me buying in a bit so far. I didn't believe in chemtrails until I witnessed them firsthand. I had been guilty of letting the news media tell me what to think. I picked up my son from work one night when there was a full moon and clear skies. I exited my car and noticed a huge contrail overhead that didn't dissipate. The week before, my son and I had witnessed a large military helicopter zigzagging over our town. Because we are rural and have little air traffic, it was very noticeable. Our airport is tiny with poor visibility and rarely has any activity at night. Private, privately owned planes in the area are small and only fly during the day with good weather. When we returned to my car, my son and I could see a second low-hanging contrail. I instantly knew what they were and was shocked. By the time I was... So... I want more information at this part. I instantly knew what they were and was shocked. I don't know what I'm looking at. It does seem like the contrails hang in the sky for an inordinately long amount of time these days, but... I don't, I don't know what that means. Um, by the time I reached my home, a third plane was flying over my house, producing a third chemtrail. I was really frightened when I could smell the chemicals. They were low flying, and I irrationally wondered if we were being exterminated. exterminated. I was panicked, and that night I began my new mission of surveillance. The next day, the air outside smelled like a match sulfur. 
It burned my eyes and caused them to be sensitive. Our weather immediately changed to a low-hanging fog, which isn't common for this area. I began researching everything I could find regarding weather manipulation. I spent hours reading U.S. patents and science publications about current technology. I discovered a geoengineering site that is quite educational. And then she has a link, geoengineeringwatch.org. Um, because Edward Snowden released information about the classified project of weather manipulation, President Obama was forced to admit the existence of cloud seeding in 2014. He did a press release that stated, quote, geoengineering is necessary for our country's agricultural industries and keeps millions of Americans employed every year. Um, our efforts in high altitude, that's really bad Obama impersonation. Our efforts in high altitude microwave technology at HARP combined with the innovations in cloud seeding technology introduced by the jet fuel industry gives the American people a level of control over the elements unprecedented in the history of mankind. American scientists are quickly approaching capabilities which will not only curb global climate change, but also to put an end to disastrous hurricanes and typhoons. President Obama actually stated that our government is modifying our weather by techniques introduced by the jet fuel, jet fuel industry. In other words, they are dispersing substances into the air to cause clouds to condense and form rain or snow, the very definition of cloud seeding. Do you think that jet fuel industry's main priority is our health or their profit margin? And why does the news media act like this is a conspiracy theory? What if you could fire a laser at the sky and make it rain? Oh, that sounds more interesting. Dave Malkoff explains. Just another stormy, wet afternoon in central Florida. But what if you could pick up all this rain and move it where it's needed? Texas or California? Check this out. YouTube eight years ago. What if a laser could start the rain? So you can almost use it to set it off. Matt Mills got into lasers as a kid. It's just innately cool. Now he's part of a team of scientists and military backers on the cutting edge of a new technology, making lasers powerful enough to reach up here into the sky where a thunderstorm is just about to start. In the near future, a push-button storm starter could be a real thing. Just imagining this situation. If there was a rain cloud that was going to pass over an area of drought and not rain, you could, you know, theoretically induce the rain and get the rain where it's needed. That storm starter isn't the laser beam itself, but rather a popping energy that comes off of much higher power beams than this one. The problem is those pops have always had trouble getting into the sky. Now Matt has discovered a way to get the laser to pop all the way in the clouds. In theory, that's what starts a storm. We created a cloud of our own behind Matt's lab. A few months ago, Matt's colleagues in Arizona got this working experimentally. The next step is to get it to work in the sky. The particles in the air are rubbing together, forming static electricity, and the conditions are now right. And they just need to be triggered now. Does this concern you that you may be messing with mother nature and doing something that you don't completely understand up here in the cloud uh, I, I mean i suppose that's always a danger but we're not even near to the case where it could be dangerous yet so not too much now. it's almost like an on off switch for a thunderstorm that's the idea behind it right here in the cloud yep in orlando dave malkov the weather channel thanks dave um that's horrifying bobby d is it our government seeding the clouds is it nerds with lasers popping laser beams into clouds and like a light switch turning them on or off uh is it the ccp i don't know but the most likely of those three 
It's either the nerd with the laser or the CCP, I think. I don't know. It could be the American government. Who knows? And just another interesting tidbit. Uh, headline from 2017 Business Insider. China is spending $168 million on weather controlling technology. Um, Bloomberg.com. China's climate-focused funds surpassed U.S. with $47 billion in assets. This is from May 2022. So, um... This article is about the 149% increase from the previous year uh, in assets for Chinese funds, meaning it's, it's like in the stock exchange, there's a collection of tech companies having to deal with the climate and the investment globally has risen above the investment with better returns in the investment than that of the American funds in climate. Uh, focused companies. So that's never a good thing and possibly related, but let's go on. Back to Bobby D. The government has weather modification patents that date back over 100 years. Patents for spraying our atmosphere with chemicals to reflect the sun date back to the 90s. Copy and paste the following address in your browser to view U.S. patent 503186. And then there's a link. This patent details the use of aluminum oxide and thorium oxide to reflect the sun and heat. Other patents reveal that aluminum tolerant seeds have already been invented due to the increasing levels of aluminum in our soil. I think it's common sense that our farmers will have a hard time growing crops in contaminated soil. There are around 200 patents dealing with geoengineering and weather modification programs. You can learn about them at the following link, geoengineeringwatch.org. And then um, the chemicals being used by geoengineering have side effects. There is a lot of data online, so I won't go into anything more than what I have experienced. My hometown resides in a deep valley that is adjacent to the Dwarshock Reservoir. This concrete dam is over 700 feet tall, and the lake is over 50 miles long. I couldn't figure out why my rural community was being targeted for weather modification, as there isn't a lot of farming. I think it's important for us to familiarize, familiarize ourselves with the patents so we can recognize what is happening in our environment. The patents cover many geoengineering plans, ranging from chemicals or dust particles in our sky to laser techniques used on clouds by DARPA and many chemical additives to our water, air, soil, and ocean floors. Nothing is off limits, including our food and clothing. At the bottom of the page are links to a few of these patents so you can read them yourself. Well, she's got a lot of pictures. Um, one of the patents I found explains why we had such a severe winter this year. It details how to use a large man-made object next to a body of water to remove warmth from the surrounding community to increase water evaporation. We had temperatures in the single digits this year, which isn't the norm. Think about that for a second. Water freezes at 32 degrees. How much moisture could possibly be floating around the air when it's 7 degrees? When I found the patent, I knew the dam was the reason our town was selected. In a single-digit weather, we had large volumes of snow. It was heavier frozen snow due to the cold temps. The heavy snow caved in my gazebo and busted off branches from the trees behind my home. I also watched trees randomly fall from the weight of the ice while driving down the highway. I'm sure it caused damage to our forest as well. I've lived here my entire life and have never seen this much damage from snow. Dead fish washed up on the riverbanks the next day. This leads me to believe that they were treating the water with chemicals to increase the evaporation rate for increased snowfall. I read several patents describing this exact process. I don't know what else they were doing in our area, but our government truly believes we are stupid if they think a rural community won't notice military helicopters, drones, unmarked vehicles, and low-flying aircraft. Well, 
I live near an Air, uh, Air Force base now and Lockheed Martin, so I don't know what's normal anymore. Many of us are being affected by the chemical sprays. Our town sits in the bottom of a valley and our air quality is affected by the atmospheric inversion. When this happens, the air pressure pushes the sprayed chemicals down and the surrounding mountains confine them to the base of the valley. In other words, the chemicals can't dissipate and pollute the air we breathe. They're making people and animals sick. The last picture above shows a dark cloud spreading over the town. You can see the gas in the air with visible blue skies in the background. When the darker gas is released, I suffer from severe headaches and the veins in my head swell. I can't touch or move my hair without pain, which is very scary. The second picture above has sulfur in the air like an active volcano. They call this process stratospheric sulfate aerosol injection. When NASA started a study on the stratosphere, they discovered that the small sulfur particulates from rotating volcanoes actually cooled the Earth. Not only does sulfur cause a red sky, <clears throat> we've talked about that a lot on this show, but it also smells like a lit match. When you see beautiful red skies, ask yourself if they are the sun setting in the west. If they aren't a sunset, then you either live by an active volcano or you have something polluting your sky. Nitrogen dioxide at higher temperatures also turns red. The first picture above looks like spaghetti noodles. There is no way that is natural. She's referring to a picture of the sky. Clouds are made of water droplets or ice crystals. I now pay attention to the cloud formations. When I was a kid, we used to lay on the ground and imagine what form the cloud represented. Every cloud was different. They never lined up like long noodles. How can floating water droplets form into anything other than random shapes? The streaks in the sky represent the flight pattern of the plane or drone that spread them. There are many different techniques for treating the skies. The first picture below looks more like fallout, fallout from perhaps a rocket. I've watched three or four rockets in the last few months. The second picture below looks like it was created by a laser. I suspect the DARPA military laser was involved, but what do I know? I recently watched a documentary about another piece of military equipment that looks like a cargo container. It sprays chemicals that cover the surrounding area and eventually creates rain. We see a lot of dark clouds that originate from the reservoir. They are kind of ominous as they engulf the blue skies over our town. The last picture above shows the lighter skies behind the dark gas. It's very noticeable, so they have started spraying the darker chemicals at night. The third picture below shows the dark clouds with the moon exposing their brown color. When I see the brown moon, I head for home and close down my house. It's the most toxic of everything they spray. Different chemicals produce different skies with different side effects. At the end of May, we had a very low thunderstorm. They were so low that the thunder literally sounded like a gun being fired. When I went to make sure it was only thunder, I saw the typical dark gray storm clouds, but they were brown in the center. How does floating water droplet? So this is a random guy posting on TikTok and then reposted to YouTube. Hmm. Hmm. This is one of those things, things that make you say, hmm, what is up with this sky? Look at the sky. Wow. I've been looking at the sky for years, and I've never seen the whole day one continuous cloud. This ain't normal. There's a soot in the air, and after the soot is the clouds. Where's the moon? They're hot. This is her. Wiggle manipulation. 